ready to get and stay fit? Welcome to Fit, Positive, Confident with Dr. Gordon, where the focus is on your whole person health, physical, mental, and spiritual. Because your health can be affected by so many factors, Dr. G covers a range of topics in this program, from eating healthy to world-shaping events. So relax and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, Fit, Positive, Confident. You can find us... uh on the website, which has the same name, Fit Positive Confident, I believe it's dot com, or mm. could be something else, but anyways. And then also on uh, <clears throat> podcasts, you can find this these shows in a podcast form on uh, just about uh, all of the different podcast platforms that are out there. I don't even know what the heck they are, but <laughs> somebody behind the scenes is putting these things up and... So, anyways, uh, yeah, I found the show on Spotify. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Spotify and Google and the Apple and what I don't even know the I names d- of all of the rest of them. Yeah, <coughs> but there's uh, a ton of those out there these days. Yeah, it is. Uh, but we, you know, th- I think the difference between us is we don't do just podcasts. We are also on a bunch of radio stations across the land, right, all across the country. <laughs> We're telling people to. Eat, uh, eat a little bit less and exercise a little more and get in shape. That's right. Well, Kyle is in the studio again. Kyle Galloway, my martial arts buddy, uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. <laughs> I was a. Except Bruce Lee had a lot more hair than you do. He did. He did. That is true. And uh, you know, I, I tell people it's I'm bald just to, you know, it helps helps my speed. You know how swimmers like shave yeah. shave their body, right? Gives them a little extra speed in the water. You you remind your head reminds me of Marvin Hagler. <laughs> you remember him? I do. Yeah, <laughs> he was an awesome boxer. Right, right. I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. He was just a phenomenal athlete and the boxer, and uh, ruled for a long time too. You know? Right. Yeah. He his record was crazy good, and yeah, he he stayed on top for a while. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed Chunk watching. I enjoyed watching his boxing matches. Anyways, uh, um, good to have you again here in the studio. Uh, we were last uh, time you were here. We were talking about uh, fitness, obviously, and uh, we spent the whole show talking to people who are just beginning. Yeah, their fitness journey. And yeah. today we want to talk to people who are already in the journey. Yeah, I'm not necessarily Marvin Hagler professional <laughs> types, you know, but. Uh, just somebody who is exercising on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who, um, you know, who will do 30 minutes or whatever every day mm-hmm. and even more, an hour. Yeah. So, and, and you know, maybe a little bit of uh, walking, jogging, and then uh, the, a day or two in the gym. Uh, the, the, these are the kind of people we want to talk to today. Yeah. Yeah, kind of the... Uh like if we had to give it a time frame, you know, people that are maybe you've been in your fitness journey and your health journey for, I would say probably starting at about a year into it uh, to maybe, you know, three, four years into it is kind of where I would say somebody that's in the middle of their journey. And um, yeah, you know, this uh, this type of person is usually the person that is starting to kind of find walls in their motivation, right? 
So, you know. But, but, but they have had motivation for, say, a year or two or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I would say that most people that drop out of a health journey are the people at the very beginning, right? First, um, uh, first three months. You know, yeah, within that first three months, they start something new and they uh, don't really do it long enough to build, you know, the new diet routine and fitness routine into like habitual <laughs> to where it doesn't feel like they're just uprooting their entire life to, to make this work. So, you know, I mean, that could be somebody that starts a, a new fitness routine and is done by the first week. Um, or maybe they go a month or two and, and then it kind of falls by the wayside. So that's definitely where you get the, the biggest dropout of fitness and health routines is really, really early on like that. And then, you know, for those that, that are able to continue that into, you know, three, four months, five months, right, then they really start to see a lot of results happening. Um, you really start to, you know, some of the biggest fitness gains that you gain and like the, the, the ones that you can see like in the mirror, like dropping weight, building muscle, like you get these big changes in that first year and it's very motivating. It's very, very, very um, exciting to see happening and, you know, you start to feel like like if you're lifting weights, you know, you notice a big gain in the, the weight that you're able to lift or how fast you're able to run or like, you know, it's very tangible gains that you're getting. And like I said, very motivating, very exciting. And then once you start getting beyond that first year into that three-year mark, the the actual tangible gains that you're gaining are slower and much harder to come by. And so you're not getting that immediate feedback that you are at the very, very beginning. And so it it starts to not be you're not getting the same kind of boost in your motivation as you did at the beginning. And so that sustainment uh, starts to really wane because it feels like you're you feel like you're a, a gerbil on the wheel, right? Like you're you're just getting on the wheel, running as fast as you can. You're not really getting anymore. So, so some people compensate for that by um, supplements and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, there's. A, I mean, and by yeah. other by other means, right? And you know, there's definitely some routes like that that you go. But honestly, what happens most is people end up giving up, right? Is like it becomes so much more arduous and the motivations aren't aren't hitting as much. And so it feels like you are, again, just putting in the work for nothing kind of a thing. And so you you really get a lot of people that just end up stopping, right? Like not may, not necessarily like a give up, a conscious choice of like, this is stupid, I'm not doing it anymore. But it like, you know, you miss going to the gym one day because you're like, ah, and you get busy, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know is it's like you missed one day, and that turned into I haven't been to the gym in six months, kind of a thing, right? Um, so, you know the. So it's it's almost like uh, you get to the point where you are like satisfied with your accomplishments, and it's like I've uh, been there, done that, so now I'm just gonna move on to something else, and you right, just lose, yeah, lose interest, yeah, be. You know, and so 
kind of the biggest conversation that I have with people is the motivation has to change. So, you know, the last time we were here and we were discussing this, kind of the thing that I I brought up was, um, you know, most people when they start with their fitness journey, I brought up that that quote from uh, that movie back in the 2000s, uh, American Beauty, where, you know, the, the husband of this family that the movie centers around uh, is talking about, uh, like, he's starting a fitness routine and then he's getting advice from a neighbor on, like, what he can do and different things of this nature. And the, the neighbor asked him, he's like, okay, what are your, what are your goals? And he was like, I just want to look good naked. Right. And, you know, most of us don't use those words, but most people, when they kind of launch into a health and fitness routine, like it's more of an aesthetic like that, like they want to look better with their shirt off or, you know, uh, so that is typically the motivation in the the very beginning. And, you know, when you're seeing the weight drop off and and you're starting to see the muscles pop out and, you know, you're running faster and all those different things, like those those motivators are really big for you in the beginning. But then, like I said, when those start to slow down in the middle of the journey, right, if that is the only motivation, then that's typically where you start to lose the motivation because it's not coming as quickly. And, and you know, us human beings, we don't have the longest of attention spans. So, you know, it's uh, so that that's kind of where the dropout factor goes. So, you know, in the middle of the journey, you got to kind of revamp the motivation, right? What is it that you're in this for? What is the goals? What are the, you know, what's the purpose behind it? That was a dark movie, by the way. It really was. By the end of that, that, that one, uh, great movie at one best picture. Uh, the year that they came out. I mean, great movie, but yeah, definitely not the... Uh, didn't, didn't that guy get into all kinds of trouble later on? Yeah, the the whole premise, like... Um, no, I mean the actor. Oh, yes. Yeah, there were definitely, uh, you know, he kind of got canceled. Uh, there were definitely some allegations of uh, some inappropriate sexual conductivity. Right. And, uh, you know, he definitely didn't treat people the right way. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> wow. Now, what a way to end the segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, touch on everything in this show. You sometimes know? you, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes we use perverts to motivate ourselves. <laughs> we'll be right back. Back in the studio with Kyle Galloway, successmartialarts.ninja is his website. And we are talking about people who have been working out for a while, maybe a year or two, and then are uh, at the point that they are kind of giving up because they're not seeing the results anymore. I mean, and some people, like you said, some people, they quit when they get to that point where they're working out, but they're not seeing results. Some even go back to uh, losing um, the muscle and because the body just gets used to the same sameness of the routine, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's kind of the, you know, when you're when you're beginning the journey, you can do the same workout, you know, over and over and over again and still see a lot of results within that. Uh, but 
after after you've kind of been doing that for a while and your body is an optimization kind of machine, right? And you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the in like the 80s when he was just, you know, huge and Mr. Olympia and all that, you know, guys that have that kind of muscle on them uh, it's like a full-time job just to keep that muscle because the body does not want to carry that much weight in muscle. So you have to constantly be, you know, triggering your muscle growth to keep that on there. Otherwise, you, your body is going to just consume that and drop you back down. So, you know, when you do a workout, uh, you know, over and over and over again, like, you know, if you're lifting weights in the gym and, and, you know, you're doing chest one day, arms another day, back a different day, legs one day, right? But you do the same chest workout every week over and over and over again. When you first start doing it, you're going to get really good results. And then after a while, your body is going to get used to that workout and it's going to optimize the amount of muscle you need to be able to uh, complete that workout right? It's not going to grow beyond that. It's just going to do exactly what's needed to accomplish that. So, you know, after, and that that's kind of part of that is when you get about a, uh, into the middle of the journey and you've been doing it about a year, is you really got to be a lot more conscious of the workout that you're doing because you got to be switching things up. You got to be, you know, um, one of the terms they use quite a bit in particularly weightlifting is muscle confusion, right, is you got to, so you, you really got to be making different changes. So, you know, the conscious effort becomes more, it's not just like show up, do the same routine. Like you got to do things in slightly different ways every time you do it to continue to trigger that muscle growth and that, that fitness gain. Um, is it, is it good to have like, a, I mean, a fitness routine where you are doing your basic aerobics and then you're doing your basic weightlifting, but then on top of that, would it be also good to have like a specific uh, uh, thing that that you are into, like uh, like let's say uh, serious hiking in the mountains? Yeah, you know what I mean. Or yeah. s- for somebody else, it may be um, swimming for you know long distance swimming. Or for somebody else, it might be long distance biking or s- something, soccer, whatever, baseball, yeah. whatever, you know. In other words, you do your basic uh, routines, but then there is something else that motivates you to. Yes. Something that you really 100%. enjoy. 100%. Yeah. So that is when I'm discussing with, uh, with somebody that's in the middle of their journey, that's one of the number one things that I go to first as far as how to continue your motivation is uh, to have a hobby. And, you know, even for people that are in the beginning of their journey, um, if you have like a a hobby, like any of the things that you just mentioned, or, you know, martial arts, or, you know, hiking, swimming, biking, right? Um, If you have kind of a hobby that you really enjoy doing, then that becomes the the purpose of your, uh, of your fitness routines that you do right um so i there's a mom in in my karate school so her two sons train with me and the mom she was never really big in fitness and and you know she she would do things you know just because she kind of knew that you know you got to do some stuff to stay healthy 
Um, and you know, her and I had a lot of conversations about health and fitness and particularly more for her sons. And it really kind of, you know, sparked an interest in her. She really didn't have a desire to do martial arts, which is totally fine. And then she ended up, uh, starting to do like kind of half Iron Man type of comic. So she doesn't do the full Iron Man, but she does a lot of like the half versions of it. Right. And, and she, she decided a uh, half is uh, pretty intimidating. Too. It's yeah, it's pretty wild, right? So, um, you I mean, know, you're talking so about 60, 70 miles of yeah, because the so a full Ironman is you start out with um, like a hundred mile bike ride, and then you do a pretty hardcore two mile swim, and then it's a full marathon to to finish it. Right. Yeah, and, and if and, you did any one of those things on a particular day, right, you would be in a. It's you considered in, to be in a very good shape. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you know, and so the half version of that is a fifty-mile bike ride, a, a one-mile swim, and a mile swim is is a ridiculous workout, right? And then it's a half marathon, so thirteen and a half miles, I think, is what what sure, that ends sure. up being, right? And, uh, you know, and you're doing those back to back, like you, you get off your bike right into the water to swim and then right out of the swim to, to the run. Yeah. yeah, You got to do it all in one day. Yep. And, uh, so she, she signed herself up out of nowhere just for, for doing this half Ironman, uh, a number of years ago. And, and at the time she was just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to do this one. And, you know, all of her fitness routine shifted into this goal of, you know, I'm doing this half Ironman in in April, so she trained like crazy, preparing for it. Just and once she got done, she was like, "Oh, now I can relax." But then she was so happy with where her fitness was that now she's done three or four of these half Ironmans, and she loves doing them. And it is the reason that she does her training throughout the week and. You know, for for anybody out there listening, you don't have to like all of my fitness, like I lift weights, I run, I do, you know, all these different things to to improve my health and fitness. But the main motivation behind that is just to be better at martial arts. And, you know, if you are like I know you love to ride your bike. And so, you know, doing any kind of a hobby like that, right, it gives you a reason and a purpose for any kind of exercising and training throughout the week. But it is one of the best ways to give yourself a longevity of, you know, of motivation for your health and your and fitness it does, journey. It doesn't have to be anything exotic. I mean, for some people, no. it's a, it's a, a volleyball game once a week. At right, a, yeah. At a local gym, you know. Yeah. And, it you know, it doesn't even have to be competitive. It's just like, you know, I got this this uh, volleyball season that I, another mom in my karate school, she does, um, in the spring she joined and it's a volleyball game once a week. And, you know, it's a really low key. It's just, you know, people show up and, and they play and, and, you know, but she loves being in shape for that. So it gives her the motivation year round. All right, folks, we're going to be right back after the break. All 
right back in the studio. This is Fit Positive Confident. It's about the radio show and the podcast. You can find it on, um, on a number of radio stations across the country and also uh, in the podcast form on Spotify and Google and all of the rest of them. And I think we also have a website, uh, Fit Positive Confident, that uh, you can also go to and, and get linked with us that way. Anyways, in the studio, Kyle Galloway, we're talking, martial arts expert, black belt, f- fifth or sixth or what? Sixth degree, yes, sir. Sixth degree, black belt. Yeah. Any other accolades that go along with it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm a sixth degree master instructor in um, in what's called American Freestyle Taekwondo. Um, I actually have a um, first degree black belt in the Olympic style Taekwondo. Um, I've earned the title of guru in, uh, in a style called Kali. Um, I've been, I've done a ton of jujitsu in my life. I've been inducted into hall of fames. Uh, there's, there's quite, you know, I've, uh, you've been at this for a long, long, long I have. Time. Yeah. For when I, God. when I used to compete as a kid, I was, uh, at one point ranked, uh, number nine in the nation wow. in my age group. Uh, in weapons, uh, or no, fighting, and then I was ranked, I believe, 11th in the nation in weapons, and I think 13th in the nation for just open hand forms. Um, so you've won state champion a couple of times, but that was back in my competition days. I don't, I don't compete as much anymore. Life devoted to martial arts. Yes, sir. Um, and it's been good for you. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, you found your happiness in that. Yeah, it really, really is my happy place. I absolutely, you know, for me, and, you know, the the last segment talking about finding a hobby to inspire you to, you know, stay with your fitness journey, like martial arts is, is really always been my motivation for staying healthy and, and making good choices in my life. And, you know, and as I got older, like I still, I love being able to, you know, I'm a 40-year-old man, and I can still do flips and tricks, and I can do the full splits. I can, you know, I'm still flexible. I'm still strong. You know, when everybody's telling you that, uh, oh, you know, you just are going to get, you know, fat and sloppy if, after 40, uh, you know, I'm I'm very much trying to prove everybody wrong that that's, that's not just something that happens at 40 years old. How much does it help that your wife is into the same things? Yeah. It really helps out a lot, you know, before I mean, my wife and I got together, like, you know, I definitely had other relationships that, uh, you know, martial arts kind of strained our relationship a little bit because my life was kind of the opposite of most people's where I work in the evening and, and, uh, and so, you know, dedicating as much training as I do and all this, you know, so it, it definitely made things harder. Um, and then, you know, because my wife is, also very big into martial arts, you know, that's part of our, part of our connection is, you know, we train together on a daily basis and work out together and motivate each other. And, you know, so it definitely is a, a wonderful situation in that way. The reason I ask that is because, you know, you know not uh, all couples are uh, made equal in this way. You know, there are mm-hmm. couples where um, a wife or a husband will be big into fitness and and the spouse is not you know yeah and actively discourage them from you know from continuing 
right? Uh, or, so or passively aggressively discouraging them. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, and I mean that happens more often than not, and it's um, it's kind of a sad situation. And you know, because honestly, like my second big motivator that I give to people, you know, the number one that really helps you to stay motivated in your fitness journey is like having a hobby that you're doing it for. Right. And the second one, and this one doesn't motivate as well, but it can be the best motivator for some people is, uh, to do it for someone, not a hobby. So, you know, like when my son was born, uh, he was extremely high energy. So I used to, I used to joke with people that I, I train on a regular basis just to be able to keep up with my son. And, you know, but I mean, it was a joke, but it was true. Like I wanted to be able to run and jump and, and Ninja warrior around the play, the playground. And, you know, I wanted to be side by side with my kid and, like doing the activity with him. I didn't want to just take him to the park and sit on the bench well, and just tell him to go play. Like I wanted to play with him, right? And and he was, he wanted to do like stupid hard stuff even as a young kid. So, you know, I had to be in good shape to keep up with him. So, you know, being in shape and having your health for your kids can be a huge motivator, right? Or, you could do it for your spouse because you want to be there with them long term, right? You you don't want to, you know, die on them at, you know, 45 or 50 years old, right? Like you want to live a long life with your partner or or even for yourself, right? Like you do it for yourself because you you want to feel good. You want to be clean and sharp and and you you want to age well, right? Like you don't want to be an invalid and, you know, stuck in a wheelchair in the last years of your life. Like, you know, as long as I'm alive, I want to be able to live life, right? Like, I don't want to just be alive. Like, I actually want to be able to enjoy the life that I have. So, you know, that's a huge motivator for me is, you know, I do it for myself because, you know, I don't want to be that person that's like stuck in a wheelchair, checked out of the world and drooling on myself in the last years of my life. I want to I want to be active all the way up into and the it, end. On that note, you know, we don't I think uh, it's worth mentioning that we just age so slowly that most people don't realize how much of a muscle mass they have lost. Right? I mean, you f- may feel okay and you may feel like you're fine. But uh, when you compare yourself to 20 years ago, you know, you're not right. the same person. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but because it's so slow, the aging process is so slow, people don't panic. And yeah. they don't take the steps necessary right. to fight against that aging. Uh, yeah, and, and for most people, the, the only time that they'll make a change in their life is when they've truly hit rock bottom. Right. You know, some of the the most successful business stories out there are, you know, somebody started a business and like they literally were on the complete brink of failure and they were about to lose their house. They were about to become homeless because their business is just abysmally failed. And when there was no other choice but to buckle down and just go after it, they make these huge changes and then they become this huge success afterwards. Right. And that's what most people do with their health journey is, you know, it's like they have to have, you know, 
a heart attack or a stroke or, you know, like they literally have to be faced with death before they start to make that, make those changes that, that, uh, they kind of need to make. Right. And even for some people, like even those won't, won't make any changes for them. Right. Like they're staring death at the face in the face and they're like, eh, I'm still not going to change. I'm, you know, if I die in two years, I die in two years. You oh know? yeah, there are a lot of people like that right? out there. I mean, I met a, a ton of people like that, and you know, and and also I want to say for the ones who do um, get the wake up call and all of a sudden you know they want to start walking and stuff. Oftentimes, by the time you have a heart attack and stroke, it's too late. You're not gonna re- uh, recoup. Uh, it, this is your new reality, and yeah. you may you know you may get a little bit better, but you're not going back to you, you're not turning th- all those years back. You know. Yeah, I think I think people really need to take, um, be motivated to work on themselves before a heart attack, before the stroke, right? Or you know arthritis, before the bones become so weak that you can't exercise anymore. Right? You, know? you got to do it before. Yeah, not you you really and the earlier you start, the better. But you know n- there is no better time than right now to get that started. Right? Yeah. Whether you're, and you know I would say. That there's a, especially in today's culture, you know, tons of teenagers and 20-year-olds, right, that uh, that are like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about my health and fitness. I'm young. I'm bulletproof right now. Right. Right. And, you know, but somebody that, that starts a, a really solid health journey, you know, not saying you can't go have fun and meet your friends downtown for you know, a, a night on the town kind of a situation, right? Like you could do that, but, you know, on the other days, you just follow a good fitness routine. But, you know, if you are building health in your 20s, then, you know, you're going to be amazing when you're 60, 70, 80, right? But even those that are in their 50s, like if you're just starting now, it's better to start in your 50s than it is your 60s. And if you start in your 60s, it's better than starting in your 70s, right? But, you know, so today's the day. Today's the day to start. All right. Sounds good. We're going to do one more segment right after this uh, short break. This is Fit, Positive, Confident. This is Fit Positive Confident. Uh, website is same name.com. It's also on a podcast form and a bunch of radio stations. You can see all of it on our website. In the studio today, Kyle Galloway, we're talking about motivating people to um, fitness. And Kyle's website is successmartialarts.ninja. Yes, sir. <laughs> he, you can tell he's big into martial arts and all the other uh, forms of and ways of fitness. There are more ways to fitness than than there is stars in the sky. It really is, yeah. And all of them good, right? Like, you know, it really doesn't matter what you do as long as you're doing something, right? Like if you want to be a runner, if you want to be a bike, uh, you know, ride your bike for miles on end, right? If you want to be, you know, here in Colorado, we got a huge hiking community, um, you know, and, and scuba the, diving and, is yeah, great fitness, yeah. right? 
Uh, Colorado, interestingly, has more scuba diver scuba divers per capita than any other state in United States, including Hawaii, California, Florida, which is weird because you know Colorado being a landlocked state. Why do we have so many scuba divers? We don't even have lakes here. Like I think everybody goes down to Pueblo Reservoir to get tested. Right. What I heard from a friend of mine. Yeah. It's it's wild how many people we have that are scuba cer- certified and I mean, but uh but yeah, any of this stuff, right? Like um and hiking here in Colorado now that the spring is coming is absolutely phenomenal. Oh yeah, you Just know. Make sure you take a, a big you know, 357 or 44, right. <laughs> something. <laughs> you need something, man, because those mountain lions are real, and uh, those bears are coming closer and closer every year, right? Um, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's no matter where you are, there is something that you can do that can, you know, bring you extra joy in life. And I, I feel like, you know, especially adults, like we, we lose the ability to play. And that, like, being able to do something that you enjoy is, like, the true spice of life, right? Like, you know, most adults, like, it just gets this routine of you go to work. If you got kids, you take your kids to to their sports and their play, right? And then you sit on the couch, right? And that's your life. Right. And there, there's nothing in that for you. Right. There's nothing in there that, you know, I mean, very few people are real jazzed up about their job. Right. Like, you know, very few people do I meet that are like my job, man. I, I do the most amazing, <laughs> amazing thing on the planet. Right. Like I, I wake live, up every morning for my job. Right. And that exists. I can't wait to get up That's, and go to work. Right. Like there, there are people that are doing things like that, that they just are like passionate for. And that is not the majority of people, right? Like their job is just straight misery for them, and it 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 pays the bills. So right? you have to rediscover whatever activity it is or it was years ago that gave you some joy, right? You know, and I mean, like I love I I talk. My son is uh, my oldest son is twenty three. He'll be twenty four in in April. And I love talking to him on the phone because, like, just the the stupid antics that him and his roommates get into, and it's like, you know, they. Uh, he, I was talking to him the other day, and he was like, "Oh, I, you know, we were supposed to go up to Eldora, which is a, a ski mountain here in Colorado. They were going to meet uh, one of the roommates' parents to ski on Eldora, and uh, kind of a big snow hit, and they closed down the the roadway to get up there." And, you know, they were like halfway there when they found out. And rather than just going home, they just were like, oh, let's drive around a little bit. And then one of the one of the guys with them is is uh, studying to be, you know, in the forestry uh, department. And so like they found some forest service roads and they were like, hey, let's let's go drive on these. And (laughs) and like it became a day of them just in the mountains, enjoying life and really just, you know, just letting things flow and he's telling me the story and he's giggling and he's laughing and you know just having a great time you know telling me the story and I know that the day was that much better right sure and you know what like how many adults do you ever talk to that's just like has any kind of a story like that right like most adults you speak to it's just like complaint 
about their day. Oh, let me tell you what messed up at work. Let me tell you what messed up here. Let me tell you, you know, and like, it's like the way we live life. It just sucks the joy out of, out of living. Right. And life sucks when you, when it, life sucks when it sucks. Right. Yeah. Like you know? Even, even uh, Jesus said, uh, burdened by the worries of life. Right. You know, so like having a hobby, having something that you're passionate about is, I mean, it, it, creates this health journey that we've been talking about but man it just makes you a better person to be around right like you got passion you got joy and you're you're a happier person and you're not just complaining about your your shtick in life and you know like those are the people I love being around because that's the way I am I I love what I do I love I have all kinds of things that I'm passionate about so find a passion right I mean golf golf Gives you a good workout. Walk the, walk the course, right? Don't just sit in the and, cart and drink beer. But there are many reasons to get in shape. I mean, uh, I've I rediscovered my love of motorcycles, you know. Yeah. But to ride a 600-pound motorcycle. Dude, it, you use muscle. Yeah, you need, uh, you need strong legs. You need right? strong arms. You need, you know, agility. You need balance. You yeah. Need, uh, you know, so it's not just get on the bike and go. I'm thinking... I should go for a nice hike, you know, right? regain my balance, regain my flexibility, right? ability, all of that stuff, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I helped a friend out a, no- a few years ago. Uh, I got my motorcycle's license, um, I think I was like 20, and I got my license, and I, I rode bikes quite a bit back then, and then I hadn't ridden probably in 10 years, and uh, a buddy of mine had gotten a Harley, not a big Harley, but still a Harley, still a big big machine you know and he didn't have his license yet so he bought it and he needed to get it back to his house so I was like oh yeah I'll help you out first time I hopped in there and being 10 years I was like I had forgotten how much and I mean I worked out I was in shape I mean it it shocked me so you know whatever the reason is man just you know get on it get on it and start doing it that's right okay folks Kyle is gonna be back again uh and just uh Find our podcasts on uh, your favorite podcast platform, Fit, Positive, Confident. See you later. Bye-bye. Be sure to tune in next time for another unique perspective on your whole person health with your host, Dr. G. Don't forget to share the goodness with friends and family and visit our website at fitpositiveconfident.tv. And follow Dr. G on Twitter at Dr. G Fitness. God bless and stay healthy.